0: You are now listening to Evolving with Nicole Sylvester. This is a podcast for women ready to evolve into their fullest, most radiant and rich expressions of self. From well-being to relationships to business to unfiltered conversations about the messy and the majestic, this is a place for you to open your heart, open your mind, and be prepared to hear something that's going to change your life for the better. Are you ready? Enjoy the show hello and welcome back to the show i am recording this podcast although i should be doing a bunch of other things and i use the word should very cautiously i don't like to use it but in this case i believe it to be true (laughs) we are preparing to leave the austin rental that i came here and got into for my retreat time for my time to really winter to be still and it was a profound time i would say it has been the most still in one place in one zip code in one location maybe my whole life that sounds crazy right but even when i was a kid my family always had me on the go like I was constantly on the go. There was constant chaos. There was constant things. Even when I was pregnant, if you've read my book, you know it was shit was crazy. It was crazy. But now I had taken this time to just be really still. Really honest with myself, really reflective. And it's been an interesting time. Now I feel like I'm I'm out of it. I'm ready to go and there's like so much that's clearing now that I'm stepping into the energy of what's next. There's a lot of big next energy, meaning that my book is about to come out, setting myself free. That has been a whole process. I'm going to do a podcast on that separately, but I've just learned so much about myself by reading that book again, five years later, moving through my story and timelines and patterns through reading five years later and it's just been a lot, so I can't wait to share that with you because I think it's, it's just really valuable information and um, it's exciting to share. But what I want to talk to you about today is having the courage to let go and what does that mean for you? What I found in my life is the power of making space. Now, it's not just something that I've found, it's something that is also a law, So there is a law where, you know, in life, the universe does not have any open spaces. So as something is cleared, something is removed, as something is released, something else will fill up that space. So when it comes to metaphysical teachings and metaphysical principles, there has been this idea that's been around for a very long time. Like I've listened to Uh, Reverend Ike, I've listened to different teachers talking about it way back in the day and it's still here now because it's a law. You get rid of things. You let go of what is not being used. Let go of what is not feeling right. Let go of what you know you're meant to release. Let go of what is no longer serving you to make space for what will. Now, here is what I want you to know. That does not mean that it will be easy or comfortable. It does not. And I want you to pay attention to this part because this is where you can get called up. This is where I've gotten called up and I see women staying stuck in this for a long time. When you become clear that something is not serving you, you have to let it go. But when are you clear, right? Like when are you clear? Because it's scary. Like these are life altering decisions sometimes. and sometimes not a big deal. It's like, are you going to give away the sweater or not? Other decisions are like, am I going to release this marriage or not? Another question could be like, should I let this leg of my business go or not? Should I let go of this old podcast, you know, identity and revamp it? Y'all see that I just went through that. Um, We know when we know and we have to develop that level of relationship with ourself trust to trust in life's mystery because you're not going to know what's next that's the thing right and it doesn't mean that when you let go of something it's because you hate it or dislike it or um it is just yuck what about learning to let go of something before it gets to that stage to learning to let go of something when it's still like bittersweet because you're just like, I'm going to miss this, but I also trust that I'm being called to let go. You know, that was something that was happening for me before I left my last place in Marina Del Rey. When I was there, it was always a dream for me to live there. That place was literally on my vision board. And then when I got in there, I did like, like it. I would say um, there's some things that I really loved about it. There were some things I didn't like, like I had carpet throughout the whole place even though I was paying over six thousand dollars a month for it and I was like why why do we have carpet everywhere there were things like the washer and dryer my shower in my uh, bedroom bathroom there were just things where I was like it just felt like I don't know I just felt like I was not feeling good about paying for it sometimes and You know, there's people that pay a lot more for things, but for me, that was me. That was my experience, and that was what I paid, and that's how I felt about it. So, when it came time that I was feeling called to let it go, I really went back and forth with it for a long time. And my lease was already over, I was month to month, and I just had this impulse that I just was being called away from the city. Now, at the time, I didn't know what that was going to lead to. But in hindsight, I see why I was being called because I was going to go through a major transformation and that transformation could have happened in the city, but it would have been so much more tumultuous coming here, watching the birds going on hikes all the time. I've like lived a, a more private life. I don't share everything online like I used to, um, you know, I used to go out for, to coffee with people and I would always share. I would go out to coffee or something myself and I would always share I don't now, not that I never will again, but like, I don't know. I just have gone more private, inward, reflective. And, you know, I just feel like it's my evolution. But at the time when I was getting this impulse to let go of that place, I was afraid that like, if I leave, I know it's going up to even more. The price is raising. I have a good deal. Then there was like, well, you have a corner unit you have a water view and there's like a wildlife view. There are all these stories, but I still knew it was time. That's just one little example. It's one little example. So in the last few weeks, as I'm preparing and I knew that my Austin retreat is coming to an end, I have been journaling and reflecting and getting honest about a lot of things And I've just tuned in to what it's time to let go of. And I got back from my second trip right now of filling my car up with things that I was just like, "Mm, we're going to let this go, go donate it. Um, And then there's something in my business that I felt for a few months, I was just like, it's not being used in the way it was created to be used. And then I tried to resurge and like bring life to it again. I've done things where I'm like, let me see if I can see this differently. Let me see if I can hold this differently. Let me see if I can talk to the people that are in it. Like, let's see how we can create a spark and to alchemize this. Because ideally, I don't want to let things go. Like, why would I want to let things go? I want to grow and evolve and and amplify what's, what's good. But even with those discussions and even with different ideas and things. It just wasn't feeling that same jazz. Like it was still not being used in the way that it was designed to be used. And I realized that it was feeling like a little heavy for me because I was like, oh, but uh, this is how I want to play. This is how I want to create. And this is where my heart's at right now. And the reality is that I had to get really clear of what am I being called to do and how am I being called to create and what does my contribution look like right now and all the things and these things evolve in time. But I just woke up today and I was like, today's the day that I make decisions. Today's the day that I set things into action. Today's the day that I make space for what is becoming and what is ideal and Uh, not idea, ideal and what my heart really longs for. So I did that. And I just was like, I'm going to close up loops. I'm going to clear things up. And it felt really good. But you know what? It also felt emotional because then, you know, there's there's a way that we operate and the way that we're designed is that we have these parts of us that want to keep us safe. They want to protect all relationships. It wants to protect all resources. It wants to make sure that there's no death, no losses of any kind. And when I say death, I mean ego, relationships, um, attachments. But the soul isn't quite as concerned with that, if any, at all. It wants you to go and to live in your soul's potential. It knows that there's a bigger there's a bigger something, there's an unfolding, there's something that's perfect that's coming and that you have to trust and do what? Make space for what is ideal. Now, what I'm about to share with you is what led me to bring this to the podcast in the first place. Because while I do love to share things with you all, especially if it's something that I can drop in here really quickly, there was this, you know, like this afterthought in this after reflection of what my friend and I were talking about so I went to dinner with a friend recently and she had admitted to me that in the past it triggered her seeing how I could just pick up and go and she was asking about how it's so easy for me and like we were talking about attachment and non-attachment and then it turns out that she actually has moved a few times in the last two years and she's just her she's in a different season and she's a little bit more flexible a little bit more open to things and we were having a laugh about it but then um we got to the conversation of like is it easy is it easy to just let go or do do i am i ever attached to anything and the reality is fuck yes i get attached to things (laughs) so i'll tell you i probably get the most attached to people. I, you know, when I let someone in and when I love someone, I'm a big lover. I'm I'm sensitive. I'm caring. I have wondered and asked why in my life do I care so much sometimes? And I'm one of those people that probably in my whole life, I've cared more than I let show. I would say now I'm pretty good at sharing my emotions. I cry really easily. I can love someone even when they're saying goodbye, like, and I'm talking about all across the board, I have learned to take my armor off. I've invested lots of time, energy, money in taking my armor off and letting it dissolve and meeting that squishy Nicole inside. And even on that note, I can accept when it's time to let something go. You know, I remember the last person that I was dating, I got to a point where I was just like, okay, we're not on the same page and I would like to have more, but you're not ready to go into that level of depth and intimacy and commitment. And because you're not, I'm willing to let go and to make space and give all this time and energy to myself, to my daughter, to my business. And it was hard. Did I continue to think about that person? Yes. Did certain things remind me of them? Yes, but it just felt right in my soul. So I let it go. When it comes to homes, when it comes to uh, material possessions, I would say that's the least attached. I can move, I can I can do things, I can adapt to change. Maybe that's because how I grew up. Maybe it's because I just really am open and I'm adventurous in spirit. I love to change things up. Um, I also believe there's big power in changing your environment because it's just, we become entrained in our homes. Like we become entrained. And what I mean by that is you walk into your home, there's an energy, there's a frequency, there's events, stories, reminders. Um, I like the freshness. I I just, it is what it is. When it comes to my work, oh, I get attached too. I definitely do. Um, I would say that I get attached to things because it's, such a vulnerable thing to create. And then it's like when you know that something is not being used or it's not being enjoyed or it's not representative, it's not representing the highest and best, like you have to make a decision. And I feel like I just did that with the book. You know, my book was out. I thought of all the people that were just like, this book changed my life. Like, I love it. And I thought, what if the cover is not as good? What if people don't care? What if I invest thousands of dollars more because that's what I've had to do? It's thousands of dollars to do these things, um, and it's just worse. <laughs> like there's all these stories, but how could I ignore the impulse of life? You know, and I think that's what it continues to come down to is it's not that it's easy for me; it's that I'm willing to trust life's mystery like okay you want me to go here why what will you have me do what's gonna happen you know like i have all these curiosities and i end up surrendering myself to them when i was rereading my book i was just like wow with all the times that i had let go and trusted and i mean some of them i'm just like how did i do that that's fucking insane and i just believed it doesn't mean that it's easy. It's just a relationship that I have with that invisible aspect of life, which if we want to call it God, if you want to call it your highest self, if you want to call spirit, whatever you call it, the universe, we all have access to it and it's here for us. So it's guiding us. Now, I just wanted to share this with you because I think from the outside looking in and apparently just from, you know, listening to other people's perspectives, it might seem like I don't care about certain things or that I'm unbothered. So it's easy for me to make the decisions. It's not the case. Sometimes, you know, I go through my things where I will just have a moment of grief where I'll feel all the things in my body. I have to do some of the processes that I teach, you know, that I teach my clients, that I teach in the Miracle Worker Method because... It helps our body get liberated from the fears, the judgments, the not enoughness, the stories, the, you know, like, how will it happen? And just coming back to presence and, and trusting whatever it is that we're being guided to do. So I want to say this to you. If you're praying for something, you're praying for guidance, you're praying, I want to know the next best step. I want to know my highest truth. I want to know... The highest and best next step for me. I want to ask you this. Do you have the courage to walk down the path and receive what you're praying for? Because in my experience, it's not easy. And there's so much on the internet that feels like, do this. The better it gets, the better it gets. Easy, 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 easy. Peasy, 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 peasy. I love when I'm in that season of life. But I'm not here just to be rich. I'm not here just to live a life of pleasure. I'm here to awaken my soul. I am here breaking patterns that have kept my family in fucking bondage for a long time. This is not easy. And I am here for it. And sometimes I'm like, well, why did I choose this? But I'm here for it. And to me, that's my—that's me. That's my purpose. That's my business. And when I look back at the people that I've helped over the years, I've worked with thousands of people, men and women. In, in the beginning, I worked with women and then men came into my world. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to go back to women and just really focus on the feminine aspects of women awakening and business and things like that. But I feel like I'm being called to my roots in a way in the sense of spiritual teachings and what it looks like to really trust your soul, to really walk in alignment with what you know to be true, to get to know that special one-of-a-kind texture of truth and what that feels like in your body, your knowing, and to let go of what no longer serves you. That is how we return to our power or call our power back but it's how we begin to believe in ourselves trust in ourselves and to walk our path there's a lot of things online that are great but they're trendy and we have to understand that when we're following our intuition we are not here following a trend we're here following truth So even if everyone else is doing this and everyone else is buying a house and everyone else is starting this kind of business and everyone else has these kind of layers in their business and everyone else is having babies at this age and everyone else is getting married at this age, everyone else is doing whatever it is. What does your soul have to say? Get to know that. Get to know that. Because whatever it has to say, no one else can validate it for you. And this is taking a whole other... (laughs) Thing, but when it comes to trusting and letting go, I want you to know it's a soul situation. It's soul, and no one else can validate that for you. So that means that it doesn't matter what your husband says. Sorry for the husband that might hear this. (laughs) It doesn't mean that your husband's not important, it doesn't mean that he is not wise, it doesn't mean that he is not your king, perhaps. But when it comes to you trusting your queendom and really your soul, there's a knowing that cannot be denied by you and no one else can hear it. So the people in your life, as they get to know that you're a woman, a human, a being that walks in alignment with these these nudges and knowings of your soul, they respect that. And at the end of the day, no one that loves you, that has the awareness, isn't going to get in the way of that. doesn't mean that it's going to be easy, just like it might not even be easy for you to make that decision. It's a level of trust. So, I am just going to leave you with that. Do you have the courage to receive what you've prayed for? Because the guidance will come. You'll be led to take a step, to take a stand fall back to release something who knows you might be called to another country you could be called to another career life and your soul purpose here on this planet are bigger than your monthly income a yearly annual goal something you told yourself you would do five years ago something that someone else thinks is best for you it's bigger than all that and we have to be willing to play with the bigness of our life, to experience it. And that means playing with the mystical and the mysterious. And sometimes life will say, it's time to let that go. And you may fight it. But when you're ready to make space for your ideals, watch out. Because then you're a person that is ready to really make space for what you have prayed for. May this message reach those of you that really need to hear it. I'm sending you so much love. I really wish this for all of us. I really do. So on that note, I do want to share a few things that are really important. A, my book is coming out. I don't know if you saw, but there was a whole fiasco with my book. (laughs) My editor fixed it, figured it out. Hallelujah. It was a whole thing. Um, but all is well, and this book baby is coming to life. So I want you to stay tuned for that. The other thing that I really am into right now and feeling called to do is to work with private clients that are excited, willing, maybe even a little scared to go into the depths. If you are someone that's like, I am in a season of being really honest, I am in a season of wanting to not hold back, I'm in a season of wanting to go beneath the rug and see what I've been sweeping under there. And you are ready to change how you be and how you show up in the world to raise your self-awareness, your personal standards, and your soul self-esteem. Not just, I feel good, I deserve more, but I'm talking at the deep level of walking your truth, living in your power, and showing up for your purpose. That is the kind of client I'm calling in right now. Someone that is fully engaged, fully ready and curious, willing. If that is you and you feel called, I would love to invite you closer. Reach out to me via email. We can discuss it. We'll talk about if it's the right fit. If you're feeling like it's enough, that's enough. I've had enough of my own stuff and I'm ready to dismantle some of this and to see it differently and to embrace myself differently I invite you to reach out. I would love to talk about it with you. So for now, I wanna send you all the biggest wave of just love and appreciation. If you have not yet left your review, it would mean so much for you to take that moment and to leave your review. It really helps us grow the show and helps this reach more people. In the meantime, I just wanna say thank you for being a part of this community. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. I have created a brand new gift exclusively for my podcast community. This gift is created to help you have the best morning and night by becoming more focused, aware, intentional, and showing up in your life with more presence. If you want access to this free gift, all you have to do is leave a review down below and take a screenshot send that screenshot to us. You can send it to my team, support at nicolesilvester.com. The email is down in the show notes. You can also feel free to DM me on Instagram. Either way, we'll be sure to send you out this gift as a thank you for being a part of this community and leaving your honest review. And finally, if you know someone that could benefit by hearing today's message, I wanna invite you share this episode with them. I can't tell you how many times my life has been enhanced by someone sharing something powerful with me. And I know that when I come across something that's powerful, I send it out to the people I love because I want them to get that spark, to get that that feeling that comes with remembering who you are, what you're made of, and what's possible. And that's my intention for this show. Until next time, stay blessed.